Hey guys, welcome back for another episode. I'm really tired, so I'm not going to really do a lot with the intro or the outro. Um, there's not really going to be a closing joke or anything. I'm just going to put in a little soundbite that got cut out because it had no good context because Eric said the wrong word, but it's kind of funny if I put it anyway. And he said it was okay, so I'm going to do it for sure. So that'll be what you hear at the end. Have a good day. Thanks for tuning in. I hope I get to interview some more people soon. It's really fun. I'm glad I'm doing this again. Alright, see ya. Hey, everybody. So we had an interview canceled tonight. (laughs) Um, I ended up playing video games with Eric. Uh, deep into the morning, which is pretty normal for both of our schedules, actually, especially for a weekend. So our impromptu, in, uh, our impromptu interview is going to be Eric Cummings as we Bruh. play CSGO. <laughs> uh, this might need a lot of cutting as well, and this might not even end up being usable, but we're going to see how it goes because um, there's a lot to learn. Everyone. Yeah, I mean, if out. you want to shoot me any questions while we play CSGO, like, you're no, free we're gonna learn all about. We're going to learn all about... What what makes Eric tick? The uh, not the self-proclaimed, is... but the off-proclaimed enigma needs to be defined in some way. As you said earlier, before the recording started, you are a well-documented lurker. I wonder how much the sound from the game is going to come through as well. Dude, I hope it's everything from the game. I would not mind if it did. If it was just straight up everyone's like voice coming through? It probably will a little bit. Where are the? Do you know where the bomb is? Uh, it's uh, it on stairs. I'm watching top mid. So you just said you moved back to Cincinnati. That is true. Are you just living at home now? Of course, of course. As long as I can uh, stay with the rents, yeah. I feel like yeah. If you have if you have a good space, and you have enough, I think if you have enough space to have the privacy that you kind of deserve at the age of 22 plus with a job then it's it's not a bad move that's no. hard depending on the home but live uh what's the name of your street uh camargo canyon when you live on camargo <laughs> canyon the chances of having a house big enough for that are very high <laughs> true uh yeah no at some point i'm i'm looking to actually move downtown but uh that's a that's a really question for uh for next year for uh whenever i whenever i feel like that so you're totally content for now at least like you're not looking to move until you feel like something changes to the way you want to uh realistically at some point you know uh, i don't have to work downtown uh and i'm not looking to make a 40 minute commute from probably what is madeira to a downtown market say realistically (laughs) depends it depends when you go in i it is tough how bad that because it, it's like a it's a 15 minute drive along the highway yet like since there's no other way to get downtown yeah yeah no, it's just all I the went, traffic i went to an fcc game tonight and uh i heard it was a bad one you know it's zero 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 could have gone worse they had we like were, two we goals man, scored right? what we were up a man right we're up two people at the oh, end. Oh, well, that's worse than I thought. 
they probably I think I forget exactly. They got a red card like early second half and then one like with like five, ten minutes left. But yeah. Uh it was it was kind of a rough one considering that uh they were down two people at the end. Uh three people A ramp. I think that's I think that's happened a couple times this year. I think it has. I think I remember where we've been up a man and one sandwich. Oh, we were up. I think was it Atlanta. I think it was Atlanta. We were up two goals. We were up two goals and a man. I know it's been kind of a rough one for uh, FCC this year. Yeah, just in general, I don't think the management has really any any plan on what they're doing. New stadium is nice though. It like it's all yeah, it's really cool. Like they've made so much hype, deservedly so. Like getting a team, a stadium, and then like it's like they haven't really planned around the hype. It felt like the hype was like the point that they were happy reaching, and then anything past that is kind of like, oh wow, I didn't expect that. There's no plan to get better, except for do things that get you hyped about getting better. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> there is mad amount of focus going on right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't speak really towards FCC, but like... I think it just... It's frustrating for me as like a a follower of... Like a heavy follower of like the sports team that I do follow. is like I can't get fully invested in FCC when they're just like so, so bad with no yeah. real hope for the future in terms of like a plan. Realistic, success. yeah. I was gonna say, like, realistically, like, I haven't like followed them enough to like truly know how they're doing. Uh, also, like, with that, like, I don't know, I really enjoy playing sports, but I'm not too much of a sports watcher or like, I don't really get behind teams. I think that's a that's a not that's more of an uncommon thing as you get older is for people to like not watch but want to play still and not get into the watching because that's what most people do, but it makes a lot of sense. You don't yeah, always don't have teams that like, you are like, oh my god, this matters. Watching like the like the game earlier today, like realistically, like it just more than like wanting to root for FCC, like it just made me like want to play soccer again. Yeah, that's what a lot of soccer does to me, especially anything below the level of like Premier League or top like Euro like the Euro Championships or like. Uh, Copa America is like they're doing things that I know I can't do. Mm-hmm. But anything lower than that, I can even like just for a smidge be like, mm, I probably could have done something similar to that. And that <laughs> makes me just want to play. It's not like I ever could compete yeah. at like that level at all. But it reminds me of like, oh, like that guy missed an easy pass. That's what I would do. <laughs> I could miss that pass just like they could. I want to play soccer and make that yeah. pass. Maybe, but I I would I would miss it. Too. I was gonna say like over the uh, past like year and a half, well not year and a half. That's all COVID stuff. I went to a couple games before like COVID, uh, like two years ago. But like being at Purdue plus COVID stuff, like there just haven't been games to go to. So like I've also mm-hmm. just like straight up been away. Did you get into Purdue at all? Uh, expand upon that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like produce sports. Yeah. I'm to be honest, this might also be towards you. Uh, uh, sorry, green boost here. Watching them play Ohio State was by far my f- favorite uh, game. 
was that the that was the win at Purdue, right? I think that was the win two, at Purdue. We played you guys again this year at Ohio State this time. That was fun. But I, uh, that was that was really fun. I forget. I'm sorry, <laughs> Counter Strike got so loud. For me, like the Ohio State Purdue game was like both a win and a loss. A, it was hype that Purdue won, but like at the same time, like I went into that game expecting Ohio State to win, and like having gone to Ohio State games, like growing up, like mm-hmm. on the outside I was wearing Purdue, but on the inside I was like, oh no, Ohio State! Like, please don't lose to Purdue. Yeah, are your parents? Did your parents go there, or are they? Uh, fans my dad or? and my brother did. Okay, I know one of your parents did. I remember, and then yeah. Alex did. Yeah, Alex did. Don't remember the name. <laughs> I mean, actually, that's funny is because I was kind of the opposite sort of. It's not exactly the opposite, but I was not a I'm not a big enough fan of Ohio State to watch an upset happen. And like very clearly, like, yeah, you want the upset. Like any neutral fan would want the upset to happen. Yeah. So when the, the upset does happen even though i would go go to osu then or even though i went to osu at the time i was still kind of like everyone wants to root for like the the underdog yeah how can you really like ever root for osu unless you're like i was in possession of one of the few reasons to always root for osu which was being a student there mm-hmm. and that still wasn't enough <laughs> i want to be honest one thing that's like kind of like really surprised me of like working in cincinnati is that like of like all the uh, like um, new grads and like people that I work with? Um, there's a lot of hate for Ohio State, which like kind of surprised me. Granted, like uh, for whatever reason, there's a lot of people from Bama that work where I work. Uh-huh. So like a that I'm I'm sure that works into it, but I didn't As know that like you see people would hate Ohio State too. Everyone hates Ohio State. It's um, it's like any big team. You're never going to... If you're not for them, you have to be against them. Yeah. And Ohio State, I mean, the fans are just the worst. I don't think anyone, like... I'm, I'm, I cheat for them one. sometimes. I, I yeah. hated myself as I did it because... The person next to me doesn't know what pass interference is. But when one person says it's pass interference, everyone does. And then you have thousands of fans saying it's pass interference when it's not. And just getting angry and mad that their team isn't winning by more. Which is, in itself, the core issue I have with college football. And I think most college sports... Which is why they're hard to get into. Which I feel like you might get a little bit as someone who like doesn't find themselves enjoying watching them. Is like most games have like expected outcomes. When I don't know, I've always um, I've always found like college sports more interesting than uh, like professional sports because I feel like people I don't know at least like I feel like people get behind them more. Yeah. I think it's easier to get behind the team and the players. It's harder to like. What am I saying? <laughs> it's harder for them to. It's harder for you to just like enjoy what the game itself offers when you watch it, which is usually 
a one-sided result or a lack of. And a lack of that result makes the better team, the fans of the better team, disappointed. Like, if OSU doesn't dominate bad teams, everyone's like, oh, we should have won by more. And then you're not even watching the game hoping for a win. You're watching the game hoping for a specific type of win, which isn't really what sports are. You see, that's, like, one part of me that's, like, kind of happy that I went to Purdue because, like... I mean, sports aren't really everything. They're not really like they feel like you know, they are when you apply for colleges. But um, like watching games, like either as like as OSU or like as Alabama, like you're just like, well, we're going to win this game. Like if we don't win this game, like what are we doing? Like at Purdue, like every point scored, like unexpected. Yeah, like who knows that's what's fun. gonna happen? And like. Granted, like, it's probably fun to, like, you know, win. But, like, when something becomes just, like, when winning becomes the norm, like, I feel like it's not as much fun. I don't know. It's like they say in Incredibles. (laughs) Paraphrase, of course. When everyone's winning, no one is. And that's how it feels when you're a fan of, like, a team like Ohio State. Oh, what was the quote that you said? Well, the original quote is when everyone's super, no one is. But yeah. my rendition of it is when everyone's winning, no one is. Which is like, if you're always winning, then why does winning have any importance? Then the only thing that matters is losing. Because every other outcome is expected of you. I don't want to give up this AK so that you can like bait this win, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not even going to look at it. I'm just going to hide here. He's going to save. You want the op? There's an op there. We've been over this. Say I'm 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 a big I'm just keeping the AK. Dude, I'd, all I'm gonna say I'd rather have the AK. You don't you can't have it otherwise. So dude, ops can ops can one tap to the body, but AKs you have thirty opportunities to one tap the head. Yes, and I'll, it's similar to um, a phrase you might have heard as a child, which is, "We can get another ball, we can't get another you." Which is when you're a ball rolls under the street and you need to let the ball roll. Good song. <laughs> It's the same in this game of CSGO with the weapons. You can buy another op. You can't buy another AK on CT. And I think I can rest my case. You see, like, with me, like, I was really expecting that to be like, you can't buy another U, but uh, it was an AK instead. Well, we value the AK. Oh, wait, shit. There, you know, it's just kind of us left now. Yeah, we weren't paying attention. That's fine though. I'll win it. Did they go A? Oh, okay. Oh god, well, they're looking oh, at me. Oh god, <laughs> there's one uh, connector. Um, I'm gonna save the AK. Oh, that was last round too, Nick. <laughs> I'm two and eleven. I'm seventeen and nine. So like, I again, I'm not. I'm already not good. When you add on that, I'm trying to like inquire about questions. I just can't even like begin to put two and two together. Uh, you see, it's gonna take uh, a lot of post work. Nick, when you add on the fact that uh, I have probably had a drink per half of Counter Strike for the past three games we've played. A drink of. Uh, these are, uh, the truly iced teas. Ooh. Fantastic. Now, dare I say there's not much better than living at home with a good personal space, able to just play, 
games through the night while sipping on some legal alcohol as an adult. I'd agree with that. Yeah. It's pretty nice having your own whole, like your whole own place unshared is well me and my rats <laughs> wait do you actually have rats yeah it's kind of hype did you think i was kidding earlier i mean no no i don't think you were kidding about the whole the whole rats thing. i was advocating like, for get... rats but I, not I... from a place of ownership <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Okay, that's fair. I was just like... And I I would definitely be the person to do that. I mean, like, yeah, what you said with the rats, I'm like, yeah, I, I can get behind like that. No, no. Yeah, I didn't I know two. you actually had rats. Yeah, yeah. How many? Two. Uh, their names? Their names are Bernie and Hooch. One's a yeah. bit shyer. One one was more aggressive, but he, he mellowed out once we got to know each other. But that took a while. We didn't have the the uh, the recording rolling earlier but uh we were talking about getting uh getting a dog eric getting a dog and would be hype would be hype and how he would be okay with getting a non-puppy which i think uh i agree with it's okay to get one and not from the not from the thought process of missing out on the puppy years just from missing out on a chance to like raise a raise a puppy from from birth all the way up and getting that trust and companionship that you would get from that as opposed to in it with adults, you know, you adopt the teenager. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to get along with you very well. You don't know that. You're going to call your stepdad dad when you're 14. No, I'm going to say if there's anyone out there who does that good for you. I don't think that's a bad thing. I feel I like think dogs that actually shows you're better. I feel like dogs, you know, they, you know, you feed them and they love you. And that's why they're great. Like, you know? That's a pretty simple cause and effect relationship that you're happy to have, huh? You don't need much more than that. That's why a dog... Oh, God. Uh, last one, a site, uh, triple. Oh. Uh. <laughs> cool. That, that smoke was just a tad too late then, wasn't it? Stairs connector. We'll never see this coming. Wall bang them. Huge. Plant money. Yeah, no, like, realistically, like, I feel like I would like to have a dog from a puppy. But with, like, working and everything and, like, having to go to an office for, like, eight, nine hours or, like, be away from, like, wherever I live for that long a day. Mm -hmm. Like. That's hard. I just, both, like, A, hard on me and, like, B, kind of unfair to the dog yeah if, i think wanna, having a puppy at a young age if you live it's on just own, really hard is not really something i don't think you should be doing it actually at all i don't think that that is a conducive situation for a puppy mm -hmm. so your time at your, your time at purdue mm -hmm. uh which i always forget anyone who's younger than me that <laughs> Uh, like this last year was their year into the real world, which wasn't the real world when really either of us graduated. I graduated early pandemic. You graduated late pandemic, which has its own more subtle changes to it, I think. In terms of, I think everything seemed more long-term this, this summer. 
like the changes seemed more, these might be like this for a while, as opposed to graduating last year where it was. Oh yeah, definitely. This uh, is who knows how long this will go on for. We'll get back to normal. Whereas now it's like, yeah, we might not ever do this again. Or we're doing this. Like realistically, forever. like with that, like last year, a, like I felt so bad for like this, like my junior year. So when like it first started, I was like, I feel so bad for the seniors that like a, like probably had to go home. Like, before they got like a chance to say like goodbye to everyone. Uh, little did I know that I was also, I would never have like another in-person class. Like that was. So you never had another in-person class at all? Um, Not personally. I technically like kind of taught a lab that was in person, but okay. like I never had like another in-person class, like never got to see like some of like, uh, like more like school friends in like an academic setting again. Like I like huh. would have never like imagined that like when we all went home like a yeah. year and a half ago. That almost feels worse. I was like, oh, like you know, like you know, I feel bad for the seniors, but like at least like I'll still get my like senior year. I'll get my senior year wrong. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That does that yeah. does almost feel worse just off of like the slow burn. You're not like, oh, we're back. Or like we'll get this at some point we'll get this like goodbye. This was the pandemic. It'll be <laughs> over someday. We'll get back together. It's just like, yeah, we're all here. We can't really see each other. We're not really trying to like do a whole Zoom thing. It's yeah. a whole year. So everything just kind of fades off. I mean, like realistically, like I still like saw like my like close friends, but like there were like a lot of people that it was like, yeah, like I have a class with you, and like we're like kind of like school friends and stuff that like I never really saw again. Yeah, I that circle has a lot of people in it that you might not even notice. You might not even be able to think about it now and realize that like, oh, they were pretty cool. Like I, it was fun like messing around in class or like working with them we're just kind of seeing them from time to time yeah and how many kind of loose friends you have that it's pretty easy for them to kind of fall through the cracks and you just are like yep i guess that's it with them i'll like their instagram occasionally or you see also as someone that has you see it was like really rough because i don't do like any social media oh yeah that's a full that's a full cut so like when I like say bye to people, it's not like I like oh like I see you doing this like they're just like kind of gone, which like that is I don't know yeah. for me it's that like, would kill just me. Kinda, I would like, hate that. A side note, like I just like never do social media because like a like I think it's incredibly toxic that people like try and display like realistically their best selves on social media. So, like, if you scroll through social media, like, all you ever see is, like, people displaying what they believe is their best self. And if you go about only seeing what people, like, depict as their best selves, like, well, I feel like you start to feel, like, bad about yourself. Mm. Or, like, why why do, like, why am I not like this all the time? Because that's what mm-hmm. you see all the time on social media. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, very like, well said. Granted, like I, I actually don't know if that's what you see all the time on social media because I don't have it, but that's like kind of what I've like gathered. That's happens. what you've seen. If you've seen it, it's real. If that's how social media makes you feel, then that's 
a valid take on social media. Especially if it was if it was big enough that you also weren't getting a lot out of it positively. Then uh, Eric just uh, won the game. I was <laughs> focusing pretty fucking hard on that. Very nice. That was good. That was good. I realized I didn't know who I was watching, and I was like, oh, nice. Good job. <laughs> oh, I did not do well. But I think you're right. You, uh, If that's how you feel like social media is, then... Who's to say it isn't that way? Um, like also, like I consider myself like a pretty like I don't know if you like can like directly connect word. this, but like I consider myself like a pretty competitive person. Like definitely. definitely, and like I just feel like it would never be like healthy for me. So I've just never really dabbled in it. So competitive. How would you say you're competitive? Uh, you'd say you're competitive per- part of your personality and social media crossover in a way that you don't you don't like, just from no, trying just, to appear a certain way. You think would like no. kind of take its toll on her, or I feel like you're past that. You see, a like, if I had social media, like, I know, yeah, I, would, I know wouldn't what you meant. post, Definitely yeah, okay, I feel that most of us are lurkers and much bigger lurkers yeah. than we would ever want to let on. Like I, I straight up like wouldn't even post anything, but like I'd still go through other people's stuff, and like I just don't think it would ever be good for me. I think that's a so, good take. I think it's not good for most people. I feel like I would just like look at other people and like say like, oh, like why am I not doing stuff like that, or like, and then probably mm-hmm. feel sad. Yeah, or, I, I think know. that's it's the just... worst part for sure, especially with like stories. Yeah. I think stories, mental health-wise, are the most taxing part of social media. And the addition of them has just made it 10 times worse than it already was. Because it's very normal to be posting on them daily. More than daily. Multiple times a day. And it's that also, same, your best self. I feel like people like, a, convey. like post when like, a, like, oh, this is like something fun that I'm doing. And like when mm-hmm. you like only post like things that are like, oh, like I'm out with like people having fun, like it kind of normalizes like in your mind, like watching all of that stuff that it's like, well, like I should be out having fun. Like these people that I'm seeing on like whatever stories on whatever platform, mm-hmm. like all the time too. And like, realistically, that's just not the way that anyone lives their lives. I on, in my in my opinion, I don't think that's the way that anyone lives like their lives like twenty four seven. So like, no, you're right. When you mm. see this stuff like twenty four seven, like I feel like you start to get that impression that that's like the way that people are, or that's the way that like you should be, and like mm-hmm. that's just not something that's obtainable for anyone. Yeah, it's not at all realistic to do any of it. Especially, I mean, we're up at four a.m. <laughs> we're not awake. And active enough socially in the first place to even be doing it if we wanted to. So that just doubles it down. Like when I see someone going out or like doing stuff and posting about it, I'm just like, oh, well, good for them. I could even do it if I wanted to. And I don't even know if I'd want to. But I feel like I should want to because you wanted to show me. Like you look like you're having fun there. Like why? Yeah. Why would I I not want to do something like that? That's a big common thing. That's. It's really a whole just like the whole can of worms to open up every time you really think about how you respond when you see stuff on social media that it 
not very, uh, what am I trying to say here? How you respond implicitly and uh, subconsciously to things you see that you might not realize at the moment. But if you really were to like check yourself as you looked, check yourself as you checked everyone else, <laughs> you would notice a lot of things that you might not love when you do it. And that goes into pretty much everything. So they're all kind of bad for their own way. I, I honestly, I, I applaud you for doing what you're doing and just and being able to just kind of walk away from it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe maybe that's my like self, like uh, what I've come up to justify the fact that I'm a like too lazy to ever actually like kind of get social media. Plus, uh, mm -hmm. realistically, I just don't think I'd use it that much. I, I like to kind of think of it that way that like I get you. And I think the way you initially described it as like, I don't think I'd post much. So this is the only thing I would get out of it goes in line with what you just said. You like, I'm not really going to use it a lot. And then if you do use it, all you're going to be doing is looking at it mm -hmm. without really the consistency that you'd want anyway. And just kind of getting just not not good vibes from it. So why even bother? Why do it if you don't have good vibes that are going to be coming from it? Yeah. Well, that's what I feel with TikTok. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I make videos, but I've always kind of just made videos. And TikTok is just a convenient way for me to post them. But I don't ever watch TikToks. Yeah. Which feels, it feels like I'm putting myself above. Like, I make the content. I don't watch it. <laughs> but I, I, I look at other platforms' content. And uh, everything you've said has pretty much rang true when I think about it, when I look at something. Like, how did I feel when I, like, checked Instagram? Did I really get anything out of it? And I don't, I don't know if I did. Like, and do, do I ever? I, I go back and forth. Like, as, like, from where this started, like, talking about, like, A, like, uh, how you basically said, like, yeah, you had, like, friends that, like, realistically all that you see is, like, stuff that they post on, like, either, like, Instagram or whatever, like, platform. There's probably, like, a de there's, there's a decent amount of people that, like, I'd still like to keep, like, kind of in touch with. But, like, I, I know that, A, like, I'm, like, super bad at, like, keeping in touch with people and, like, asking them, like, oh, like, like what's up with you? Like, just sending them, like, a text and stuff. Oh, yeah. Or, like, just I think everyone them, like, there's, there's, like, can agree that that yeah, is something that they should do better <laughs> and don't do. Yeah. Like, That's why I'm doing this okay. podcast is so I can, I can casually be like, hey, Eric, you want to do this podcast? Instead of text you and say, hey, Eric, how are you doing? Did you move home? How was college? <laughs> Tell me about how you feel about these things. Where That's are you in life? I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm never going to really have any comfort doing that to someone that, to really anybody, really, for the most part. Not that he'd even be uncomfortable with it. I would just, I don't know. Maybe I would be uncomfortable with it. I don't know. A lot to unpack there. <laughs> Realistically, I feel like, as you said, like, everyone's just bad at stuff like that. And prom yeah. Prompts to anyone that is good at it, but... Yeah, it, seriously. I, I feel like I'm especially bad at it. Um, Do you give points if someone is like, uh, someone's like, oh, yeah, we'll have to catch up sometime. And you're just, you're honest about it. And like, yeah, we, we probably won't because I'll never actually follow up. Not that I don't want to. <laughs> I just know that I won't. Do you yeah. think you'd appreciate that? I don't Wait, think you want to hear it. Someone's saying that? Yeah. But someone you know yeah, you're friends with. <sighs> it's, it depends on the person. That, if I you think said that, that would to be me, kind I'd of be a like, rough one to hear, but at the same time, I'd be like, I don't think you'd hear thing, it. I feel like it's just sad to hear it. Like, yeah. even if it is true, someone doesn't want to put that effort in. 
it's just like you don't want to either but you don't want to know they don't like i'd like to think that we were friends enough to like reach out and talk to each other like later on but like the fact that that like that might not be the case is kind of sad yeah if you ran into the person on the road that sounds like you hit them with a car if you ran into them walking down the street (laughs) not even if you ran into them if you walked by them walking well, you know what I mean. If you saw uh, essentially in like, the world, which is harder now, you'd love to meet up with them. You would sit with them for a while and, and check up with how they're doing. Wouldn't necessarily go out of your way to find them, but yeah. if you did randomly stumble upon them, yeah, like, I'd like to see them at a group event where I don't have to show that I put in the effort to see them specifically, because that makes me look like I'm trying too hard, and I don't want that to fall through because then the pain of rejection is just too much. Yeah. Because that's that's really what I think that's what gets you is like you don't want to put yourself out there and then get get hit with a oh I can't it it might not even be on purpose like probably isn't actually just things get busy but getting told no even if it's for a totally valid reason just sucks. Mm -hmm. And it's better just not even not even feel that once. And so just never ask. I can't have FOMO truly if I never even have a chance to go and hang out with anybody. Right? It's it's foolproof. Nick, I feel like that is beyond true. For Again, like it's 4 in the morning. It is 420 in the morning. We have taken that we have taken that to the next level and just not made ourselves available to anything else. Yeah. And this is probably the second or third time we've ended up just like we're both up. <laughs> Let, let's play some Counter Strike app. Whatever. And then, yeah, and I think you follow, th- and then it, and then it kind of comes full circle. Is like once it becomes the late hours. Here's why I think it's funny is because it kind of intersects with like lonely, horny hours that like people always call it. Uh, it's not even like horny specific. It's just oh cool, like another person's like around. I expect it to be totally alone for the next six hours. Kind of cool. I don't even care who you are. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, I, I realized I that after just, I said it. I realized I, I that after I said it. I literally just a body to you. I really, I, I'm not your voice. You're not yeah, here. True. If I could see you, you'd be a body. body. So to follow through with that a little bit more, it's better when it's a friend. Mm-hmm. A lot. Uh because I don't think I'd ever want to like sit on Discord with one person that I don't know very well. Just random games, just you into know, the night. random. We uh, can, but it's it'd be like a soft like we're only talking about the game. Section uh, section two of Nick's interviews when he runs out of people that he knows and just has to start interviewing random people. I thought about actually starting off doing random people and not people I know. I can see where that would be like a little bit easier, but that was the original idea. Actually, yeah, it would have been a lot harder. I would have had to tread much more carefully talking, and I don't know finding people. I would have just had to use all sorts of social media, like dating apps or anything I could really (laughs) to get people to do it. And then even then, the people on it would like self filter into a type of person that would want yeah. to spotlight themselves which is fine i have no problem with that but it would ruin the diversity of the people being interviewed 
I would say, I feel like uh, you said dating apps. I feel like it'd be so funny. Just like, hear me out. You know, uh, a date, but I just interview you for like an hour slash two hours. Like, trust me, it'll, like, it'll be fun. I would you believe me if I told you I created a Tinder profile specifically for that with a whole bio about that? I wholeheartedly, I, I believe you on that. And then I actually, I bailed on it once I changed my mind on it. Not because of, like, that didn't go well. I just thought of doing an interview with someone you with have. people I know. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's better and easier. I'd rather do that. And so I just started doing that instead. Do you know where these guys are by chance? I haven't been paying attention. I realize I'm the last one alive. Wait, what? Wait, Nick, you started another game. <laughs> Oh shit! Are you Wait, I'm just in the lobby. <laughs> oh my god! You left the you left the lobby and just started I didn't know that. Game. Okay, Wait, we're what losing round six are you on? We're losing six zero. That's that's I'm, tough to hear. I'm t I'm second in in kills though. Always, always the difficult task. That's really funny. That's what, what I've been. That's why I've been actually able to pay attention to what you've been asking and not had. Like, no, it's good. I actually think it, I think I deserve a lot of credit here for honestly double tasking. Uh, by not day. really seeming like I'm busy. I honest, honestly, like I, you convinced me. You convinced me that like the game hadn't even started or like you hadn't even queued another game. Wow, I was like, oh, that's this is really like, bad. Yeah, so. I'll be. Uh, I'll be back in like a minute. Okay, take a break. I wonder if I'll keep this section in just so you can kind of hear me babble on while I try and fill the empty space. Most of my evenings, honestly. Normalize talking to yourself more. It's kind of fun. I think you can really get into your own head a little bit better. I should interview myself. Maybe I'll do that next. No, I'll do that later. Real later. If you've listened to episodes for this long, you probably noticed that I talk over my guests too often. I'm really trying to stop that, and I actually end up cutting out stuff where I do it because I don't want my own voice to just be the center of this whole thing because I'm trying to interview people. I just get excited about topics and want to talk about them. And we're actually going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Are you 12 years old or looking to give your special someone a gift that doesn't commit to anything but still gives the implication that one day you will? Get yourself a promise ring. Your partner will immediately go, aww. This is beautiful, and then ask why you cheated on them, when it happened, and who it was with. So get yourself a promise ring today. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I have absolutely like, zero control over myself in terms of like, I can always play one more. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, look at the time. We keep mentioning it, but it keeps becoming relevant to the conversation. <laughs> I don't know, for, it like, is. whatever reason, like, like, you wouldn't even have to tell me in advance. It was just, like, any day, like, if you're just, like, yo, Eric, like, you gotta stay up all night. You gotta pull an all-nighter, like. That sounds so funny, because, like, wouldn't the, be an for issue. us that know you, it'd be, like, probably already is. <laughs> it probably already, yeah. Like, Eric, you have to stay up till 7 a.m. watching Transformers movies. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> I am Just doing like, that. Have you seen Dark of the Moon? Okay. There's no recently, way you could watch part of Dark of the Moon and go to bed. 
Okay, the last time I did something like that was like in the month that I was like kind of in between school and like starting my job. Mm-hmm. I definitely watched like three or four like Godzilla versus like King Ooh. Kong movies like in a night. Not like, something t- I'm proud of. Are we talking old ones or like the recent like big time movies? Honestly, the the more recent big time movies just because you have I can't Okay, I I phrase Godzilla it this movies, way. And then I, I would say so I watched I watched like the more recent ones um just because they have better like CGI and like I don't It is useful when you have a use dinosaur the size of a skyscraper <laughs> to have good CGI. I feel Not like required a subset of like movies like a where like the cgi is like great like looks realistic like good movie and there's like another subset when you go so far back where like the video effects are basically like almost funny like interesting to watch it's scaled up practical effects yeah that's a good time. Um, that would like st- like some like stop motion like King Ooh. Kong versus like Godzilla. Like I'm like sure that. would be fun to watch. But then there's like the middle ground of where like CGI was like just starting or like um stuff like that was like just starting. Where it really I I, I would say to anyone, go back and rewatch Avatar. Because I feel like when Avatar, not The Last Airbender, which is a horrible movie. Um, ah, that movie doesn't even exist. Yeah. The uh, Avatar with the blue people, like, which I feel yeah, like was praised as say? like, I feel like it was like praised as like, like, oh my God, like, look at this like amazing like movie that was like completely like CGI. It does not hold up to nowadays, like standards nowadays. Like it looks like kind of weird to me i rewatched it like probably like probably less than like three months ago but like i feel like i was like oh like avatar like that was like a great movie like really cool like great cgi for like the time and like realistically it was great cgi for the time but um for the time it's been a while yeah i have not rewatched it so i don't even know what i would i'm sure i would find the same thing maybe i think about i just think yeah if you are dependent on special effects for the entire movie and it hasn't i'd say well what year would you say it like crossed the line it may not have yet we're getting closer but we're still like things just like just straight up looking realistic yeah i i keep it feels like i don't think we're there yet i think we're at the point where if you have a mostly practical effects not practical effects but like live action movie and you supplement it with special effects you will not miss a beat and it'll it'll track just fine but if you try to fully depend on it you're gonna keep getting hit with it it's better now than it was then yeah i want to i want to say that we're at the point that i'm like like straight up like everything looks real like super realistic like no matter said that when avatar came but exactly that's what that's where i was going with this where like Am I gonna come back like ten years from now and say like say like oh like the CGI like nowadays like I can't even believe like people thought that was realistic. I guess a good example is like the Godzilla movies. Like it's easier when you're doing something that you don't have a real life comparison of. Also, I don't know what True. that I don't know what Godzilla looks like in real life, so I can't compare yeah. it to the movie version. I can do that with a dog though. 
Yeah, I, I guess the thing with like Avatar uh, specifically, uh, everything was just super smooth, glossy, like surfaces kind of. Yeah. yeah. The whole planet, the, the people themselves are all the reflections. The reflections pretty. of stuff seemed kind of weird that nothing really had fur because fur, fur is, I think, kind of difficult to do. Um, yeah, everything was just like super smooth, and I think they like intentionally avoided having to try and like do fur in the movie. I actually don't know that for certain, but I, if I had to guess, but yeah, that's a good question. I wonder again. I haven't seen it in a while, but when you make that decision, if you're if you're thinking like, are we avoiding effort here, or are we just trying to go for a look, or is it a little bit of both? Where yeah, like I don't want to try and like really perfect a lot of the in, the you know the details in something this this big this big of a project. But I I think it was just details of the time that like also, it, they probably just vibe. they probably just straight up were like guys like like let's have these like wolf esque like things and they're like yeah we can't do fur on those or anything because the technology just That's doesn't a good point. exist yet. Do they have fur on any of the animals? Yeah, so things like I uh, I want to say oh, like, the big like, thing, the big. Uh oh, in Avatar, I don't think so. That that it? that was like the thing that like kind of bothered me about the CGI is that it's like reptile like, wasn't it? Yeah, everything was like rept like reptilian. Dude, that's a good detail. I've nothing, never even thought of that. Nothing had fur in that movie. Wow, I did not even. I never even thought of that at all. That's really well noticed. <laughs> have you, did you search it? Have you Googled that at all? If anyone I have not. I have that? not. It was just that's something really that good. bothered me while watching the movie. No, that's a really good detail. I would not have thought of that, but now that you've mentioned it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I can't think of anything. Maybe there are exceptions slightly, and even if there are, they definitely avoided it. If it's a whole freaking planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a whole planet of furless animals. I wonder. No, I know. I know they're able to do it now. Obviously, from like movies with fur and CGI. But honestly, it's kind of interesting the way that they do it now or in Avatar. Now, I don't. In my honest opinion, I don't think they did any fur in Avatar. But are you uh... still talking about fur? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to ask the question, hopefully that you hoping you would uh, restate the question. Uh, I, the state, and, then you, I, and then you just said, "Yeah." I was like, "Ah, oh. shit." <laughs> that's like when I, uh, yeah, that's when I try and ask what what someone's last name is, and then they no. just say their last name, and I don't get the first name again because I never knew it. No, Nick, Nick, this is just more for your interest in uh, what's your last CGI name? For... <laughs> uh... <laughs> No. I'm trying to think. What has fur? What's a good? Do you have a fur example? Oh, uh, like something. I think. Uh, I'm not sure if it was called. I know. I know there was like a Polar Express movie where they um had fur on the polar bear. The that Polar was... Express. Oh, oh wait, um, no, 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 no. Uh, Golden, Golden Compass. Compass. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Golden the Compass. polar bears were like the only thing I know that happened in that. Yeah. It's because they're like the face of like the cover and everything. I think I read the book. I may have read. I think there's probably multiple books. I think I read like one of the books maybe when I was like little. Huh. I'm trying to think um, if I, I may have read it. There's that period where you read a lot of books when you were little because you're really into reading and you loved the adventure and mystery of storytelling, but you didn't remember any of it because you read them too fast. 
gonna be honest, I never really enjoyed reading. All right, but... forget I said it. It's not even relatable. I don't even know who would have that opinion. <laughs> I I will say I never really enjoyed reading because I feel like I was always like kind of forced to read, and like mm. being forced to read just made it super unenjoyable. As is true with anything. But uh, I did love Aragon. I loved the entire Aragon series. I did love those movies. Those were good. The that movie, which was uh, Avatar: uh, Last Airbender level. Honestly, I don't think it deserves that. It's not that bad. Just and that's not no. That's not a comment on Aragon being good. That's a comment on how catastrophically bad the Avatar movie was. Tragic. Keep like we agree with you. Aragon the movie is just trashed the whole book and yet still avatar is that much worse avatar the last airbender not the blue people and animals without fur for those listening (laughs) a lot of a lot of avatar going on a lot of avatar is there a third avatar that i can think of that's relevant no i don't think so are they making a second one they are right Avatar, wait, wait, the blue it, people. Air, <laughs> I shouldn't keep. Say, I cannot. I, no I can't use pronouns when I'm just jumping around. Avatar. It's just Avatar, Airbender versus blue people. Yeah, hmm. I'm not. I don't think they're making. Dude, the fact that like Avatar. I, I literally just looked up. The fact that Avatar came out like twelve years ago. I could still be either. I know it's the blue people one, but. <laughs> close okay now i have to look up when the other one came that out. one's probably like five years before maybe maybe six wait you think it's five years before like 2000 like five it's what, 2006 a it's a four year show are you talking the show or the movie that's my secret <laughs> i never know well the show came out a lot a lot earlier yeah i'm trying to avatar that was my issue with avatar 2005. like yeah, the movie came out in uh, 2010. Which movie? Avatar. Yeah, I know Avatar. <laughs> I know. Uh, Last who's Airbender. On, who's on first? Last Airbender was... They were both, like, 2010. Uh, the Blue People were 2009, but, like, basically the same. Huh, okay. What a good time to be alive. 2010. Avatar was 2009. Okay, so Avatar The Last Airbender... I think started in 2005. So that means it ended in 2009, which is when the movie came out. So impressive lineup there, time wise. Episode air date. Ooh, air date just gives me more airbender and animation stuff. Google knows. 2005. Okay, that's actually really funny. So the first episode aired in February of 2005. I think that's around when the five four years later if i add four years was released in december that's (laughs) so yeah they were avatar the last airbender finished when the movie came out the same year i've actually never seen which goes in line with one avatar dying and another being born somewhere else wow if that's not deep i don't know what is (laughs) avatar but uh which one Never mind. I got more drinks when I uh when I left. Okay, that's fair. I actually also just grabbed a drink. Mostly because akin to our social media discussion, 
I felt like you were living your best life drinking drinks while we did this. And I needed to, as a competitive person myself, match <laughs> that. Which only just further adds truth to what you said. And Sorry. paints me as a very casual, uh, heritable human. Is heritable the right word? Did you say heritable? <laughs> well, I couldn't think of the other, like, what, what's, what's the synonym for that I'm trying to say? Like, a normal, a normie? But I don't want to say normie. That's why I skipped it. But then I said it anyway. Uh, I don't know. What's, what's someone who's, like, easily influenced? Dude, all I can think of right now is sheeple, and I love that phrase. Like, we are sheeple, or just in general, the term. Oh, I just, I love, uh, I don't feel like it fits here super well, but. No, yeah, where, where what it fit? I'm trying to of. find a spot where it fits, because I can't think of it. Because I haven't said it since, like, whenever I was in seventh grade, probably. <laughs> What's the word you're looking for? Like people that just like go along with stuff or what? Uh, yeah, but also sheeple. Um, if you could use that in a sentence, <laughs> could I have the country of origin? Origin, please? definitely United States. Definitely United States on sheeple. Okay, can you give me the definition, please? <laughs> sheeple. I feel like I'm in a spelling bee right now. That's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think because like I know I've definitely used it I've heard it but it's been a while and I'm trying to think of like when I would say it what sheeple I think I would have said come on sheeple no uh, she and just call everyone else sheeple for what they're doing or is okay. it don't be sheeple sheeple she... sheeple is for uh, sheep people wait wait Nick is it you know like... where this is from I don't know if I do. Sheeple is like uh, straight up like Trump. Like, oh, don't be a sheeple. Like, think for yourself. Do like your own stuff. No, that like, predates it though. I don't think I've ever heard sheeple bef like before that though. Like, I don't think I've heard sheeple before. Like, well, maybe I don't. I don't ever stream. remember hearing it. Let me look it up. I sheeple swear that origin. There's no way they came. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Like, I don't deny the fact that they probably did not come up with it. They definitely didn't. I'm just trying to find. Yeah, it's just docile, compliant, easily influenced people. So really good synonym there. I just don't like the word. This is yeah. This is giving it. I feel like for me, like I've really only heard it in like reference to like Republicans calling Democrats it in like reference to coronavirus stuff uh, okay it definitely predates that that's just like where i've like yeah that's just where you I've haven't heard, heard it a lot before from. that though not really i don't deny the fact that it definitely existed before that but that's just where i'm uh look at this with it okay from. this is funny so can i just give credit to knowyourmeme.com they do some good research I'm continually impressed with how deep they are able to go on a lot of things that I just thought were lost to the internet forever. Okay, never mind. It's even warmer for that. So, the earliest known use of the term sheeple can be found in a volume of the Emory University Quarterly published in 1950. 
the term was popularized in the 1980s by radio host and conspiracy theorist, theorist Milton William Cooper. I, f- I feel like the key there is like conspiracy theorist. I would definitely say that that is... Like to highlight that word there. Uh, let's see what kind of conspiracy theorist he was. Okay, so a lot of his um, conspiracy theories were like what you would expect of a non-misinformation, not a misinformation conspiracy theory type, but a realistic. I know you're in the middle of playing the game right now. I mean, you are too. Looks like he was, his main theories were from a book he published, which, um, let's see, warned of multiple global conspiracies, some involving extraterrestrial life. He also described HIV and AIDS as a man-made disease used to target blacks, Hispanics, and homosexuals. And that there was a cure before it was implemented. Wait, is he still alive? Follow-up question? Yeah, I think so. Yes, he's alive. So, I feel like that means he's wrong. Because if he was right, he'd be dead. (laughs) Does that track? Maybe. It tracks in all the books I have. Just a little bit. Okay, if he is not in hiding, or dead, probably doesn't have a lot that he knows that other people don't. Or someone taking care of him. Is that the lesson here? (laughs) Wait, wait, what's the lesson? Like, if someone claims to have, like, huge information that would change everything, oh, and they've already they... said it, and nothing happened to them, it probably doesn't matter. You know, maybe maybe that's someone's plan, though. You know, no, no one will believe them if they're not dead. Maybe someone's thought this through. Maybe. You know? That's also a good point. He seemed like he was kind of ahead of his, ahead of his time, though. Like, if he had been right about the AIDS thing, which he still could be. I'm literally going to run out of time again. Two for two. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're just going to keep timing out. Dude, the only way I get money... Dude, we're going to time out so often. We're gonna time, it's going to be the two of us timing out over <laughs> just and over talking, again. just like, oh And then it's be like, oh, crap. I'll save. Oops. Or, dude, it's the second time I've, like, saved in a row. <laughs> Cooper's writings hold enduring popularity in hip-hop, having been referenced by artists including Public Enemy, Tupac, and Jay-Z. Wait, this is the conspiracy theorist? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of hype, you know? Some notoriety? Oh shit, someone said something. Yeah, they, they want us to rush, eh? I just realized we're about to time out again. <laughs> no, we got a minute. I was just slowly walking through like, the, the whole map. Just uh, now it's just you. <laughs> Good luck. I got this. Uh, there is one arches. Uh, <laughs> this will work. Left, but this guy's this guy's interesting. Oh yeah, as a side tangent of people to look at. Well, I mean, you're on Wikipedia right now, right? Okay, we can look never at a, people. Never a bad place to be. The Bernoulli family. Fill us in. So one of like my favorite classes in college was uh, behavioral economics, and uh, that sounds awesome. Honestly. On amazing a, I'm class. I'm not being sarcastic. I think that sounds like really I love cool. that class. Like there is something called like uh, the St. Petersburg paradox. Honestly, is kind of interesting if you ever wanted to look it up. Nice alliteration there with Peters and paradox. So I like that. <laughs> um, Just to give you some feedback. But anyway, uh, we learned about the St. Petersburg's paradox, and I was like, oh, like that's kind of interesting. Like I want to look that up. Um. Turns out the St. Petersburg's paradox was 
both proposed by a member of the Brunoli family, and then later, I believe, I could be incorrect about this, but from what I remember, I believe it was also solved by a different member of the uh, Brunoli family, like a hundred years later. But uh, that basically led me to just searching what all the Bernoulli family actually did. Uh, I, I know the Bernoulli family from Bernoulli distribution uh, statistics, but uh, turns out they were uh, they were a pretty smart family uh, that uh, did a lot a lot of contributions to the uh, like kind of STEM I guess like statistics STEM yeah uh, that kind of engineering. Stuff like so that. So one field proposed in it and one solved it. Like yeah, one member of the family proposed it as like Saint Petersburg paradox, and then another member was like, "Oh, like this is how like you can solve it." That ha- that sounds like ha- that's what happens with the uh, poop paradox at my house. Is someone proposes <laughs> who left this shit in the toilet, and then another <laughs> member of the family solves it. <laughs> we too are a very, very... intelligent family. <laughs> Although I must say, oftentimes the paradox goes unsolved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, mainly, you were saying. Mainly, I was just like, "Damn!" Like I can't imagine what like Thanksgiving, uh, like would. Okay, granted, like Thanksgiving wouldn't look at look like anything at their family because you know they, they kind of were around before uh, Thanksgiving was even a thing. But like, what like family gathering at like. Family reunion. Family reunion, yeah, would look like uh, for them. Just like someone like, oh, like, there's this difficult problem. Someone was like, like, oh, this is the solution to that problem. I'm getting uh, Council of Rick, Council of Rick's vibes, like a Rick and Morty reference of like a (laughs) bunch of like-minded people all just being like, how about this? Ah, yes, of course. Of course, yeah. I figured that this is Wikipedia tangent, but. Never, again, never a bad thing. Kind of oh, cool. was that just that a family came up with it and solved it? Yeah, that was kind of like the same. It was like, honestly, it's probably like one of my favorite. Uh, you got to tell us what the paradox is. Uh, so I think it's St. Peter's, St. Petersburg paradox. But essentially what it is, is um, I'll flip a coin. Um, the number of times I flip oh, it. Oh, I'm about to die. Oh God! It's me one v four again, dude. This is this is a disaster for the Counter Strike game. So funny! I'm literally just like across a, just not even knowing what's going on, just crouch walking everywhere. Yeah, I should have I should have also like gone with everybody else, and I just sat back and then had a one v four. Team, the team definitely hates us. Oh God! I didn't even. (laughs) Oh God! No, it's just sick. No, uh, Saint Petersburg's paradox is essentially um. I'll flip a coin and I'll pay you two to the power of n, n being the number of the times the coin was flipped and landed on heads amount of dollars. So essentially, like, I flip a coin, lands on heads, um, or like the number of times that it lands on heads until it lands on tails. I'll pay you that amount of like two to the that power of amount of dollars so two to the so three like, tails and if i get heads the fourth time so like yeah if we're counting like the number of heads like say i flip it lands on heads i'll pay you two dollars i flip it it lands on heads again i'd pay you uh four dollars i flip it lands on heads again i'd pay you eight dollars flip it lands on heads again i'd uh i'd end up paying you like sixteen dollars in the end 
So that's not like every time it lands. It's just in the end, I would pay you two to the n dollars for the number of times it consecutive landed on heads. Um, so essentially, the reasoning behind why this is a paradox is I'll ask you, um, how much money would you be willing to pay to play that game? Because the idea behind it is like, well, the first time I uh, flipped the coin, Ooh. oh god, uh, CS got racist real quick. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that guy's... <laughs> was that yellow? Uh, maybe blue, I think. Oh god, we lost Bob. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, St. Peter's, like, essentially the idea behind it is that, like, the expected value, the expected value of playing this game is infinite. So, like, in theory, you should be willing to pay infinite dollars to play the game. But realistically, no one's going to pay infinite. We just lost this round. Uh, no one is actually willing to pay infinite dollars to play the game. I think realistically, I think realistically it's around $37. I want to say it was 37 or maybe just seven large discrepancy sense. in those two values, but that people are My willing to play that game. first thought is that there is a value to it. If you just ran odds on the 50 chance. Yeah. But with that, like there's a half chance you get $2 and then a fourth chance you get $4 and then eighth goes down. Eighth chance up. you get like eight dollars. Oh, so Sixteenth chance with you get sixteen dollars. So essentially, at every flip, the odds that you gain a dollar, like odds are like the expected value, like you gain a dollar. But the thing is that goes on infinitely. So the sum of all those one dollars in an infinite sum is infinity. So like in theory, you should be willing to pay infinite money to play that game because you gain. Like your expected value out of the uh, out of the sum is infinite, uh, and that's kind of where the paradox, like, I, I essentially evolves. Is that like no one no one would pay infinite money to play the game because realistically you're never gonna get infinite money from it, but the expected value is infinite. Hmm. I believe. No, I get that. I'm it's been it's been think. it's been like. Two That's years since I've taken I think the class. Have, there'd be so. a dive into that because my first thought is like, the chances of you going past two or three are really low. Yeah, so but you shouldn't pay there, past that. There would be that one time that you you know you know you do make it to. Uh, but that's just risk reward then. Your chances are like so low. I probably wouldn't pay more than. But like, there is a world, and it the the probability does exist where you do make it to like 134 flips and make some like stupid amount of money like a hundred and like twenty trillion dollars those numbers are probably not right at all are so low though but it does exist which is why the expected value is infinity but you realistically are not willing to pay infinity to play the game because that's just we like all a lottery kind of, ticket though Oh my god, is that what a lottery ticket is? <laughs> Holy crap. Did they like do it off of that? Is the answer also like $10 or $20 for that yeah, here's, paradox? Here, here's the thing. Is the answer to that paradox the cost of your average lottery ticket? It's it's up to you. It's up I don't to you like to decide. That. I forget what I forget what the solution is or like what the actual like I have to look it up. Ah. For me like it was like a pretty interesting part of uh, really behavioral economics. Wait, wait, wait. Somewhere I saw that. Uh, wait, wait. Jeff Bezos. 
uh, I don't know. I'm just looking at this Wikipedia table, and it has banker, an expected value of one game. Uh, Jeff Bezos does say the value of the game is $37, which is what I said earlier. Which uh, Did you say that? I did. I did say $37. I think I said 37 or 7. I completely I forget entirely. which one was that's which. That's what I was looking for was just the number. <laughs> well, no, no. That's what people are willing to pay for the game. Or like, I mean, that's what apparently Jeff Bezos is willing to pay for the game. Sick. We got. Dude, they both got. We got them both kicked in the left. <laughs> they both got cooldowns in the last round. Okay, we're gonna re- we're gonna fill you guys in on this one because I th- I think we're both pretty proud of it. <laughs> in the final round of a game that we were definitely losing, we managed to get enough team damage from the two players that were being awful and tossing slurs around. We got them to hit us just enough to get kicked from the game and have to have a cooldown and not be able to play the next game. You know, the small victories in life. Nick, do you want to do a little experiment? You can uh you can tell me how much Are you're we gonna play the game? to pay and I'll flip a coin. Do you have a coin? Uh I have to find a coin first. I can't make that offer without a coin. I'm I'm making the offer with the attempt that I will find a coin. That's going to lower the amount of money I'm willing to pay. <laughs> Why? Cuz you've you've added another method of chance, which is the chance that you will find a coin to play with. Oh, no, no, no. I Wait. Can you on. guarantee a coin? Honor, to be honest. This is something I learned in my behavioral economics oh, class God. that I took. A I very coin much enjoyed is never it. I think guaranteed. You'd like it. Yes. Also, coins aren't 50-50, right? They're like 51. I th- I mean, I'll let you pick whichever one you want me to flip. Like, I'm pretty sure it's like whatever side you start on is a higher chance. I'm actually not certain about that. I've never heard that before. Uh, it's time to look it up. Yeah, I'll be back in a second. Flips. I am both going to find a coin and go to the bathroom. Hey, everybody. We're going to take another quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Did you get your significant other a promise ring and it didn't fix your relationship like you thought it would? Well, we have something better for you. Engagement rings. As many as you need. Just keep tossing them out, planning weddings, whatever you want to do to keep it all together. Who cares if it doesn't work? It'll buy you a few more weeks. So buy an engagement ring. Today. Uh, I mean, we'll see. You think you I- would? If you had to pick a number, what number would you pick? Just for reference again, Jeff Bezos did say... $37. Jeff Bezos doesn't give a shit if he loses $37. <laughs> Very true. That's like a nickel. For me. Dude, I'm going to be honest. For Jeff Bezos, $37 is just a, a speck of dust on a penny. <laughs> less than a nickel. Just a right. speck of dust on a penny. Um, okay. What would I pay? Like, realistically, as like the break-even point, what would you pick? Trying to... You can't do math. You can't do math. The expected value is infinity. Mm, I'm just trying to think of what the... uh... So 2 to the ninth is $512. Honestly, that's not that much. (laughs) It's not. I feel like I should know my... 12, which is what? Like, realistically, like, I don't think I'm going to flip this coin and it's going to land on, like, heads more than, like, Five times in a row. 0.5 to the 12th, right? 
say 0.5 or 5? 0.5 to the 12th would be the odds of that happening, right? Yeah. 0. 0.0002 for, for 512 dollars it is, I mean, you're below 1% by what, six, six flips to even get to that. And it's <laughs> only going to keep getting lower. But like, there's also a chance I get to 10, like, I, there's a chance I get to like, there's a chance, flips. there's there, a small there chance, a chance. You get... there is a chance, which is why it doesn't go fast enough for me to be. Essentially, like two to the n over one half to the n, no matter what n is, is always okay. Not over one half divided by two to the n will always be one, regardless of the value of n. Yeah. So you essentially have this is really I hate how confusing this is for how simple it is. Very good paradox. These uh, (laughs) Bernoulli family people are really good. You're saying heads, heads. You uh, you go on to the next one. Heads, heads you win, way. or tails. Run heads. You want me to? You want me to flip this? Wait, the chances actually say there's something about it. Actually, no, I'm, those don't make sense to start. Um, yeah, I'll just run heads. All right, I'm I'm putting heads on top, so we'll see. This is your chance for two dollars, Nick. Here we go. Okay, it kind of bounced and flipped onto my keyboard. Would you like to accept the flip? No, do it again. Okay, it was heads. But I'll For the sake of the game, we'll take away. it because if it ends early, I just am more right than I was. <laughs> so I'll flip it on going. the ground instead. Uh, it, it was tails. So ignoring the first flip, you made $0. What did they teach uh, you about this in the end? What was the lesson? Realistically, it was just a bunch of different ways to like look at like utility essentially your happiness that comes out of playing stuff or like getting stuff and uh looking at the uh wikipedia article i think it's uh cumulative prospect theory does that mean anything to me two years later no but that's not what school's about Yeah, mainly, I I really like behavioral economics as, like, it posed a lot of kind of, like, interesting questions like that. The other, I mean, I don't know if you want to keep talking about this, but there there is another one that is. The other one that I liked a lot was um, you're in a group with, say, like, 100 other people, right? Um, Everyone gets to choose a number, 0 to 100, Mm -hmm. but your goal is to choose a number that is, say, one half of the mean of all the numbers chosen, right? So say everyone, like, this won't happen, but say everyone chooses the number 50. Well, your goal then is to choose 25 because 25 is half of the mean. Does that make sense? Dude, paradoxes suck. The question is, what number would you choose? Oh, man. I think, ooh, it's two or three, maybe four. You would choose, like, the number two or three or four? It's single digit. I can't decide if it's, like, two, three, four, or, like, maybe five or six. Um, I'm going to say three. I don't 
remember once again, like off the top of my head, like I don't remember oh the exact God. number. No, nope. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> believe it or not, believe it or not, I am not an economics professor anymore. Not that I ever was, but I am not an economics professor. But um, I I believe the number was a lot higher than that. But I also uh, when we played this game in class, grossly uh, underestimated the uh, actual value of what it would be. Um, I want to say it's somewhere like probably like 17 or something. But like, once again, it can change with like, whether you say like one third or like one half or like, realistically, you can ask this question in like whatever way you want, like one, like as long as it's something revolving around the mean um, and then reduced. But what this question gets at is the. um, Hold on, what did you guess? Honestly, I probably guessed some of you. I think I guessed something stupidly small piece. I was like, well, we played this game. It's stupidly small. It makes a lot of sense to me. It does. And it made a lot of sense to me, too. Um, but we but, went out the room. Um, essentially, I played this in a uh, room with like a bunch of, um, like at Purdue. So a bunch of people who were in college. I was like, all right, like. They're going to be smart. They'll think it through. They're going to think it through. They're going to guess something really small. So I'm going to guess something really small too. And like, obviously as you like think of this over and over again, and you'll eventually come to the conclusion, like, well, if everyone thinks this through over and over and over and over again, keep getting smaller. The answer is going to get zero. The answer is going to be zero. Um, but what this question actually gets at is like what's referred to, I believe, as like levels of thinking. So at like a level zero of thinking, well, you have the the essential idea is that you have no idea what's going on. You have no idea what this game is. You have no idea what the objective is. Oh, you just guess a random number, zero to 100. And if you make the assumption that everyone in this game is a like level, I guess either zero or one, I forget what it starts at. Higher. If you make that assumption, well, the mean is going to be fifty, 50. right? Exactly. Yeah. Which means you should then guess twenty-five. Well, if you it's guess so twenty-five, because cool I literally had this is going through the exact way I thought of it. Exactly. Yeah. If you guess tw- if you guess twenty five, that then means that you're a level one thinker, meaning that a you've understood what the level zero thinkers are going to think through. That you're a I have no level. idea what's going on. Well, it's going to be the you're mean will be fifty. I should go ahead and guess twenty five. Um, and then that keeps going on and going on, where you say, well, now a level two thinker says, well. All everyone's gonna think at a level one like level and say like, well, the mean is going to be, uh, like, fifty. So they're all gonna guess twenty five. So I should then guess twelve point five, and that goes on and on until you eventually reach some value that you came to, which is low digits like four or five, which is like level four, maybe five thinking. Um, but I thought that that was like a really interesting question. As That's like, really cool. Realistically, you have to think of a like. There's a ceiling there. I feel who like, are you though. with? As like yeah. a first question, 
and like realistically like you can mix those like in an assumption like a like i don't think everyone is a level like you don't have to think everyone's a level zero thinker like but at some point you have to come up with like a distribution of who you believe you're talking with in order to get to that number of what Hmm. you should guess I feel like, did they say, like, there was a ceiling to that? Because I feel like after, like, maybe level four or five. Yeah, really, really it, it just go doesn't past go there. past that. It doesn't like, Once go you past get past, that. like, single digits, you're kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And you said your average was 17. I was making everyone a little too similar to me, but all the, at the same time, I just couldn't imagine that anyone would be picking anything above 25. Like, I don't if you're think picking any- it above, if you're picking a number above 25, be mean. But, like, Come on. <laughs> Why would you ever be doing that? Like you said, that's level one. Level level like zero thinking of just picking and a random number. That's assuming that, yeah, that there's no one below you, basically. Which is even worse. But I think as soon as you assume someone's lower than you, you're able to comprehend that someone would think something's lower than you, and then you probably guess lower than that. So which is why, which is why I assume you end up at a number, which is like you said four, which I think was way lower than our actual class ended up as. Um, but I think that's why you end up there because a you can comprehend why someone would think so low, and then you go lower than it. But, I mean, I I, I honestly. I don't think there is. I'm not sure if there is. I I have to review all this stuff, but uh, it depends on your room. I don't think there. There realistically, I don't think there is a correct. There's no correct there answer be, to yeah. it. It just depends on who you, who the group is and yeah, what each person is thinking. I wonder. I would. But, it'd be cool to do that with different groups and see like different similar demographics and see what they do. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's been done. I'm sure it has been. Whether you name can... for that test, you should not be anywhere above twelve and a half. There's no way. But then I guess, ooh, see, the real lesson here is but always once being again, able to assume that there's someone smarter than you, yeah. and that's what being smart is. But like, here's the thing. I guessed a number that was way below what the class, like, what, 50% of the class average actually was. And, like, the question is, does that mean I'm smart? Or am I stupid for guessing a number that low? See, I think then, once you've gone that low you've given credit to other people and also gone deeper into it yourself, which I think what they're saying levels of thinking is, is showing that you're, you have the awareness to give other people, strangers credit. That you think everyone else is also strangers credit because you think that a certain level. And you also think that there might be people who would just shoot it low because they think that, but, Basically, like, I really liked a lot of, like, essentially, like, with that, like, behavioral economics course in, like, college, like, I was like, damn, like, these are, like, a lot of, like, really interesting questions that, like, don't really have answers to them, slash, like, I feel like within behavioral economics, they kind of just 
in order to like describe some sort of behavior, make up some sort of like utility function, model, whatever, uh, in order to describe it. But like, I I enjoyed it for the reason that like they asked questions that didn't have answers compared to calc compared to like calc courses where it's like great like I'll integrate whatever over whatever interval and spit back out an like answer like the behavioral economics questions like really made you like like they were like really thinking questions which like I think is the reason why I really enjoyed it ooh look at this I found something entries from 56,000 people the average of all guesses was 28.5 Winning answer being 19. I guess they rounded. Did they do like two-thirds or something? They did half. There you go. Wait, 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 wait. This might be not half. Wait, that totally makes sense because 19 times 2 is 38. Am I leveled negative? Okay, so it was two thirds, <laughs> not half. Okay, yeah, okay. Nineteen makes sense then. So two thirds under. Yeah. So As... people who picked sixty six are level one. That's fifty. A ton of people picked fifty. Five percent. The average guess was twenty nine. The winning guess was nineteen. Would like this on a one half so that I could get answer my own before the bias of knowing the answer comes in. Yeah, but, but it wouldn't uh, be that much different, right? Yeah, I guess I would say this... eight or nine instead of four or five or like seven or eight. Yeah, I guess. Um, honestly, even like your answer to this question, I think is like also interesting because a it kind of speaks towards how educated you feel like the rest of people are yeah maybe i'm wrong about, I, I i feel like that's like yeah is it more your levels of thinking on the question or is it and is that a level of thinking on its own is knowing i i would say it's probably a little bit of both a like but then that's more life experience than it is like depth of thought but I guess you gain like, depth of yeah. thought by life experience. I, as I said, I think it's kind yeah. of like separated in both. A, kind of, yeah, well, as both. you said, your mm -hmm. life experience and like A, like, okay, I'm saying A twice. Um, how you feel that other people are able to think, which I think is limited by how you're able to think. That's true. If, you're if you answer like 98, it's pretty evident that you're not able to think at a level that's including of others at all. Inclu exactly. Or if I guess that's, guess that's 66. 66 is saying I cannot assume anyone else would do. I cannot even think that other people would follow me. That like the average is going to, well, it's two. It's me wait, alone wait. in a room. Is it two thirds of the average? Yeah. I forget what their, their, yeah. their study so 66 was. 66 is the 50 that you had. So 50 times two-thirds. 66 is, is your answer, and there's no way anyone else would come to this that would lower it at all. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, everyone would choose a random number. Average 50, I'd choose 66. So I, I, think, it's, I think it's kind of a combination of the two. 
of either a how you're able to think through that other people would kind of think through the problem and then be kind of probably what's able to more accurately tell what you would guess is kind of your life experiences with people and yeah, yeah. how they it's think like you hit like a level four and then you have to factor in what i mean you like know. You guessed like low single digits, which once again is exactly what I guessed for like my class. I was like, well, y'all are like college educated. Like <laughs> you're going to think this through. You're going to guess a low number. Like I want to guess four, like something like that. Like I, I honest, I think like our guesses were like basically the exact same. It and it's like, my mind that you, and that, and our guesses being the exact same just means that it'd be even lower. <laughs> Exactly. No, like, well, our guesses they are the exact same, which means that someone else that like, if they were in a room with like us, would be like, well, I should. Did you guess... guys talk to each other? We did not. No. Okay. No. That'd be a lot. Yeah, that'd be too much. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot. But I'm not assuming everyone is going to be like you and me in the same classroom. Mm-hmm. It definitely, it definitely is a bit of a wake up call that uh, how high these numbers these are. If there's anything that yeah. actually makes me concerned about the country <laughs> and the world as a whole, it is how many guesses were are above, above 30 here. Yeah. So um, I can't see the chart that you're talking about right now, but in all honesty, there's also Maybe. like, well, a, like you don't know how they were actually brought into this, like, um, it just Once looks again, like readers like, on a website. One one of the main reading things the article about like it. data science slash having a major. It's essentially a statistics major with yeah. a little bit of programming. All the bias um, of the people involved there. The thing about like having a major that's so close to, to uh, statistics is just a how easy it is to either like get a sample of people that can like help prove like yeah. whatever you're trying to do or like you can manipulate sample and uh, just representing your data with a graph so much essentially just how easy it is to lie with statistics and like make it that was seem... main lesson yeah i still it, i it holds true to this day i am skeptical of every bit of data i see like and whenever I... with good reason yeah. and you're right like literally whenever i read like anything from an article that's like X has like percentage increase in like blanks, so like you should be scared of X or like anything like that. Um, I feel like at least I am like I am like until like I read like where you got it, like where you got your sample from. There's a lot of what you actually did on it. Like until I like make that like. Um, I guess like confirmation of the actual like um, like methodology that you went about it with. Like I am very like you're, uh, yeah, you're relatively yeah you're relatively unaffected by seeing that. Like I will I will it is false. I until guess it's true. Disbelieve yeah I will exactly I will disbelieve anything that you say until I can like kind of confirm it for myself and like you know that might also be kind of like just my way of thinking, but. I think that's the right way to take any, really any, most things that you get, but like with stats especially is like, there's just so many layers to it and it's very, it's 
you know, one number, one picture, one line is never actually going to represent the data as a whole, unless it's very simple, which it never is. Mm-hmm. I sent the picture if you want to look at it. Yeah, I, I looked at it. The numbers above There's, the average guess, what's which the, create the average guess. There looks to be a really big spike, I guess, at 33%, which is kind of interesting. 50%. Is that even? Six, you see like, two-thirds of? 50? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Is that like a layer and a half level of thinking? 33 assumes people so, get 50. I think I think an interesting thought is that the 50% people also probably did not understand what's going on. Maybe I'm wrong with math somewhere, but... Yeah, is it possible that 33 and 50 both didn't understand? Or 33 assumes people wouldn't understand? Uh, I, once again, you said it was two-thirds of the mean? Yeah. Are you sure it was two-thirds? Because these these values seem to trend towards 0%. And if it was two thirds of the mean, which you guess above the mean, I would I expect those to trend towards a hundred percent. If you what? Sorry, say it again. Uh, I'm just saying. Um, anything? Oh, two thirds of the mean. Yeah. What I said. Yeah, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Then. I'm okay, dumb. You're good. No, no, you're yeah. good. I'm struggling. It's too. late. <laughs> it is. I cannot. Yeah. I was thinking above above a hundred percent of the mean would trend yeah. towards a hundred, which I makes can't sense. two thirds though. Anything? I mean, again, what's two thirds of sixty six? Well, not not necessarily sixty six. I think the people want okay. It's a little more confusing with two thirds than there's a half. Two thirds, like as I said, like I tried to make it easy with one half. I think that adds a layer that makes it harder to read than it is but i think it would be more simplified too simplified almost at uh at two-thirds at level zero you would guess a random number at level one you would assume everyone's guessing a random number which would average to 50 percent and you would guess two-thirds of that which would be oh god i believe that is right and there's the big and that's the biggest answer yeah. Which is level two, you said, or one? I wouldn't quote me on any of this. Uh, I don't know whether it's like starts with zero or starts with one. Oh, yeah. It's one of the first. One level. First essentially, essentially one level below random guessing <laughs> guesses 33. It's definitely confusing with the two thirds. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. So you're not far off. Oh, wow. So you only so the that level is only skewed down by a little bit with other answers because the average guess is twenty nine. So you did not get pulled that far under whatever level one or two is, which is two thirds of fifty. I don't like this uh, (laughs) this data at all. Do you want people to be guessing uh like four, five, two, one, some some stuff super? I would low? like more guesses in the zero in like the three to ten area. Because that's where mine would be. Yeah. So there's so I, many layers to this. Because I don't trust the zeros and ones to truly be 
thinking that the answer will actually be. I think there's certain, there are groups of people that may be on whatever level is that it would normally be a high number that would just be like, I don't know. Everyone might just be better than me. I'm just going to put zero one. They didn't even maybe think about it versus someone who thought their way down mm -hmm. to it. It said that there was one of the most common answers was zero. Yeah, zero looks like the uh, fourth most common answer from this yeah. chart. With uh, I think each one of these bars is just one percent. Now at zero and one, here. those don't even come across as intelligent answers at all. You don't think zero or one is intelligent? I guess intelligence is not the right word. I, I exactly. I but I, the, the question is, you like, do lack a certain amount of. Zero one. Do you really think that everyone is that on top of the game? That, and this that's... is a New York Times puzzle. This isn't a classroom of college people. If this, if this is people looking on a website and putting a number in, I would my number would have skewed higher. Not, mm -hmm. I probably would have gone maybe to the t maybe ten to fifteen actually. No, I wouldn't have given. There are way too many awful answers for me to give them that much. <laughs> I would have said around like ten to twelve, which there's a nice little lump there. I think. Yeah, but like honestly, I think one of my like favorite questions from this comes is like, well, you said four percent, right? Number or not four? four? Like any any? Number, you basically yeah, said anywhere from like four to eight, I think. For um, the half, yeah. For the half guess, not two thirds. Are you smart for guessing that? Because that means that, well, A, you can understand that level of thinking. And you also missed B, and you didn't, you, assume you that people have that level of thinking. Or are you dumb for picking a number so low and making that assumption about people? That was, at least in this case of the online survey, clearly kind of wrong. From from a college class, I would say the umbrella for like your, your situation, which is the one half, where the mean answer was 17. Wait, I, was once that, again, I don't, dude, it was two years that, ago. I don't actually okay. remember. So I we'll think just use it was like 17. Yeah. We'll just use a two thirds one then. I put an umbrella over anything probably from. So I want to take out zero and one and maybe, maybe even two. What, you feel like they're just people that, uh... Those don't come across as in any way realistic answers. Why not, though? New York Times puzzle? If anyone is reading it, I have no idea who the audience is. I could maybe pinpoint the demographic slightly, but in general... Anyone could be reading the New York Times. Can't center that enough. So mm -hmm. I'm going to skew higher on the number for that alone compared to like a college class. There's no way enough people are on top of the game to guess zero, one, or two. If you were influenced by the sheer volume of people, you weren't really understanding the question. Because that kind of makes it feel like the first one to it figures it out when, in fact, it's skewed by everybody. I cannot see. I could see anything from like three, four. I'm going to say four. No, three. Three is fair. 
I don't like three though. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I think it comes down to your assumption of who you're playing this game yeah, with. There's just an umbrella for this scenario. I think there's an umbrella on anyone from like kind of like the like four to. I will give them credit up to 25. That I would say... 4 to 25 is your acceptable range of answers. That range is explainable. Where you can fall within that with any number of reasons and they would be fair. And I would be, and if you could give me a good reason, I could say, okay, I get that. And I couldn't disprove you by saying, what if it's this? And you'd be like, I didn't think of that. Or there's no way people would think that way. Because you should be at least be saying, maybe people would think that way. I don't think they probably will, but I'm not sure of it. Anything above, anything outside of 4 to 25 means you're not really just You didn't understand it. Together. it. Yeah, because I think 4 to 25 catches, I think people are on top of this, and it'll be a lower number. But I know there aren't enough people to be on top of it to bring it from zero to three because the average person just I don't I don't think the average person is thinking it through that much. And I think if you have I mean if you just know the average person, you would kind of not give them that much credit. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like it's not like you're withholding credit that they deserve. It's a lot of credit to make the numbers zero to three. You're assuming everyone is just like knows everyone else around them is is going to be good which i think you shouldn't be doing at all that's why i put those in the i know i'm not (laughs) i don't really know what's going on but so i'm just going to put like a low number because i think everyone's further in this than i am and i don't think i understand it yeah which is better than level zero or one maybe but it's not really it's refusing to play the game almost it's just saying, you know, everyone, like, I see this game, like, I see it turning towards zero. I'm just going to guess something low. It's someone who um, plays chess and knows that they can't play chess. Yeah. I see it. So yeah. They just, like, don't really do anything meaningful with it. That's that. That's zero to three. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely. I think At they definitely understand one. what's. I mean, obviously, they, all, they understand what's going on, and have run through in their mind like, this is the way that people think. Obviously, it will trend towards zero. I'm gonna guess something. I'm gonna guess one, just because you know this game should obviously trend towards zero. Um, but it's not an awareness of the way that everyone thinks. It's a fear, Which, lack of understanding, and you're I, aware I, of that. You're aware of that, I think, but you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to go into it. Yeah. So you know, you acknowledge it, but you don't go past that. If this Which serves seems like as a sub-level uh, off to the side. If this serves as a uh, any any reason to take behavioral economics, I I take behavioral economics. <laughs> take, I I'm sure I personally free somewhere too. Out of uh, all the courses I took, thought behavioral economics was by far the most interesting in terms of asking questions that I did not have any real understanding of the answer, 
which is why I think it was yeah really interesting. It's nice to not to have me. nice to not be able to get there on your own. And like it's like and you know, you're learning. Really. I'm sure as like the past like basically 2 hours has like shown we know you nothing. can you can literally talk about this stuff and like the theory behind it for Keep rolling into it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I mean Okay, so what's your what's your half answer for not like your class but for the country? If well, New York Times did half be... instead of two thirds, what do you think you'd say? Just like a quick, you know. If we if we uh, just sampled people on the street of say you New York, I'd probably guess around fifteen. And like once again, that 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 comes from the callback to like, who are you actually sampling to ask these questions? Which yeah. I think I don't plays think I give a ton of people credit past twenty five. Yeah, that's probably around where I'd end up, maybe a little lower. But that's that's that that's where I get into worldview and just experience, where I just don't know what the average person in New York would be like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but see, that's like that's within the umbrella, and I think the umbrella of personal experience <laughs> and thought process is wide enough to include a pretty decent range of numbers. But I think the lesson here. Okay, so the one thing, and I, I think it always makes sounds... big takeaways from my uh, brief questioning of behavioral economics. My dad always says, "Think about how dumb the average person in the world." Visualize that, and then remember that half of the world is dumber than that person. <laughs> yeah, I, I that uh... that that always hits me, and I'm like, oh. And I don't even Oof. like. Oh, God. okay. I, I think that's really our episode, man. <laughs> I don't really have a lot more to comment on behavioral economics. Those are like the two the two things that really stuck out to no, me. No, dude. Um, we've learned a lot tonight, this morning. <laughs> I know I have. Maybe you you may not have at all because these were things that you already learned about. But I learned a lot, and you learned about how I reacted to it. So you learned something as well. If anything, I've potentially lowered your potential number a little bit. That's too deep. Okay. You're diving real deep Whoa. there, Nick. Well, you were a diver in high school, so I have to give you I, I actually did not dive in high school. You only but, did you middle know, school? I, uh, I dove all throughout. Um, that makes sense. I didn't even know. Basically it, like, through middle school? Yeah, I didn't even pay attention to high school diving, so I wouldn't even know. You know, I didn't pay attention to high school diving. So they, I didn't go. Was because there no, was there a nun? Is there a nun? I was gonna say the male, uh, the male high school diving record at Madeira is currently zero point. Actually, I can't speak. I'm not sure about the past four years, but at least from when I graduated, it was zero. Oh my god! Did it never get set? There has never been a male diver at Madeira, and I was I was not about to take that throne. Thank you. That's a funny diving story, though. Um, at okay, Purdue. We'll close on a funny diving story. As at Purdue. Um, I don't know if it's that funny, but. Okay, um, we'll close on a not very funny Maybe semi funny diving story. We'll close on uh, a potentially. Potentially. Maybe. Chuckle-worthy diving story. Uh, once again, what do you a think bold the average statement. amount of laughs would be 
for this diving story. Um, I see maybe cracking, you know, maybe the mean of this, these laughs. What would you think? I think the mean of the mean of these laughs. I think half of the mean of this diving story's chuckle would be approximately uh, just a straight, straight face. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, At Purdue, uh, we're not actually allowed to do more than one flip. Uh, So you actually get yelled at if you do more than one flip. But uh, every single time I go to their uh, like diving center slash like diving well, uh, I always just tank them yelling at me for doing stupid stuff and uh, go ahead and send it on more than one flip. Okay. Once again, not not super funny, but a funny story. Yeah, you were not wrong about the straight face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a pleasure having you on. It's been a good time. I'm glad we hopefully got to report some uh, awful people and get some games in. I learned a lot. I feel like it's just exclusively like, yo, there's this behavioral economics theory that's like this, and like it's Oh god, it's bright outside. Oh, I have blackout <laughs> curtains, so I had a peek. Oh. Oh god, it's bright outside. All right, everybody, the sun is up. <laughs> that is our cue to end the podcast. We appreciate you listening. And to finish my own sentence, I hope everybody has a good day. Thank you once again for tuning in. Hopefully, we'll get out another interview soon. gentlemen you decide do you want this man living near our public schools i'm i'm a god tier like just like stalker <gasps> not okay no, no no cut that not god tier stalker that sounds weird as fuck um <laughs> i thought not he meant to say lurker but i thought it was funny i'm adding this little snip at the end so it doesn't get taken out of context Cause you know how the liberal media can go. Nick, are you doing your your freedom podcast in there? Mom, shut up! Jeez.